hello and as you know the the music is different that's just because we're doing something a little different we are reading the devil's arithmetic this book is about a girl that's transported to the future slash past and she figures out what torture happened in world war ii we are on chapter 16 page 139 the first two in were a brother and a sister seven and eight year olds they left green and blue shorts and shirts at the edge of the dump next came a nine-year-old girl carrying a baby she shucked off her shoes as she ran and holding the baby under her arm one arm tore off the its shirt when she set the naked baby down by the side of the pile in order to get out of her own dress the child immediately began crawling toward the middle of its own like spawning fish the child children came from everywhere to dive into the pile they waited or crept in one after another while the horrible clucking continued and overhead the swallows alerted to a feast of insects dipped in sword hannah finally heard the commandant's car then saw it has as it barreled toward them down the long bare avenue between the back barracks it moved relentlessly toward the hospital which squatted at the compound's end the car had just passed the zuganji barracks when the hospital door opened and a small thin boy limped out down the steps his right knee bloody and his blue eyes ringed with dirt he was wiping his hand on his skirt when his shirt when he looked up and saw the car bearing down on him despite the disparate clocking from all around he froze staring raven hannah cried out run run to the middle midden but the boy didn't move and she felt a sudden coldness strike through her as if an ice dagger had been plunged into her belly god and you rivka whispered shivery who had been looking at the midden with its bright flags of clothing heard hannah's shout and turned she grabbed hannah's hand squeezing it until there was no feeling left the car slowed then stopped commandment commandant brewer himself got out of the car he walked toward the toward revenue and the child could not look at him staring instead at hannah his hand outstretched toward her big tears ran down his cheeks but he cried without a sound he knows hannah whispered hush rivka 
said the commandant looked down at the boy have you hurt yourself my child he asked his voice deadly soft hannah moved forward a half step and rivka jerked her back let me see brewer said he took a white hand kerchief out of his pocket and touched it to Reven's bloody knee thoughtfully. He knows, Hannah whispered. Hush, Rufka said. The command the commanded to look down at the boy. Have you hurt yourself? Hannah moved forward a half a step and Rufka jerked her back. Brewer said he took a white hand kerchief out of his pocket and touched it to Reven's bloody knee thoughtfully. And where is your mother? When Reven didn't answer, Hannah stepped forward. Please, sir, his mother is dead. Rivka gasped. Hannah heard her adly hastily. She died years ago when he was born. Then, without another word, Bury went up the stairs to the hospital and closed the door so quietly they could not tell when it was finally shut. That evening, the sky was red and black with the fire and smoke, the latest arrivals in the cast cattle cars and not been placed in barracks. The camp was full. The newcomers had been shipped directly to processing a change in routine that frightened even the long-termers. Hannah muttered to herself as she watched the smoke curling up, riding its long numbers against the stone-coloring sky. And it's my fault. Why is it your fault? Rifka asked. I should have said, I should have said he was my brother. Then you would not be here either. It would not have helped her even. Do not say that word monsters hannah said suddenly gittle is right we are all monsters we are all the victims rifka said that they are the monsters we all are monsters hannah said she said it not as if she believed it but as if it as if she were, were repeating something she had heard. God is letting it happen, Rifka said, but there is a reason we cannot see it yet. Like the binding of Isaac, my father always said that the universe is a great circle and we, we only see a small piece of the ark. Hannah scuffed the ground with her foot. She, we should fight, she said. We should go down fighting. Rivka smiled sadly. What would we fight with? With guns? We have no guns. With knives? We are out of knives. With, with something? Rivka put her arm around Hannah's shoulder. Come, there's more work to be done. Work is not fighting. You want to be a hero like Joshua at Jericho, like Samson against the 
Philippines, she smiled again. She had heard from her father about the great Baal Shem Tov. It was set in the time when he was a boy named Israel, and his father. His father warned him, "Know, my son, that the enemy will always be with you. There will be times when you, when he will surround you with all walls of darkness. But remember always that your soul is secure to you, for your soul is entire. That." And that he cannot enter your soul, for your soul is a, is part of God. Phage's voice rose and fell as she told how young Israel led a small band of children against a werewolf, whose whose heart was Satan's. And in the end, when Israel walked straight into the werewolf's body. And held its awful dark heart in his hand, shivering a jerking like a fish out of water. Phage said, her her own hand moving in the same way that awful heart was filled with immeasurable pain. She whispered the story as the night unfolded them. Then Israel took pity on the heart and gave it freedom. They placed it upon the earth, and the earth opened and swallowed the black heart unto itself. A werewolf, she thought. That's where we are now, in the belly of the werewolf. But that, but where is? But where? Where is its dark, pain-filled heart? She was still sighing when she slipped into sleep. We are now in chapter 17. If you want to read *The Devil's Arithmetic*, you could probably find it in the library. This video, this podcast, was 10 minutes and 30 seconds long. Thank you for listening. Wash your hands and wear your seatbelt. Goodbye.